Just imagine Jim running a touchdown back with dread, with dreadlocks. <laughs> uh, that would be a sight to see. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I lost it there for a second. Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I preview Georgia's 2023 season opener against UT Martin. We talk through what we're looking for in the game, and we answer questions from you, our listeners. As always, remember to check out the newly redesigned MyGotAPodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at MyGotAPodcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxiatime, at Oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Here for the UT Martin preview, the three-peat, the quest for the three-peat begins. John, yes, are you, are you We're ready? Back. We're back. We're back. Three-peat engage. <laughs> three-peat engage. Better never rests, which is now, you know, you know, that is like the official thing. We, you know, dear listener, we had Greg Fawcett on after uh, Greg took me to the Charlotte Touchdown Club uh, event. And uh, when we heard Kirby speak back in the spring and and, and we heard about that and sh- shared that here. So, uh, you know, we, we gave, you know, the listeners uh early look at what the 2023 uh, team slogan was going to be. So we broke the news. We broke the news that it was better. Never rests. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And uh, I brought the, uh, I brought the angels envy with me this evening. Mm. Uh, I don't know. No, no specific reason. We're, we're number one going for the three peat. We everybody envies us, so we go with the angel angels envy. We're we're the envy of of Bama fans everywhere. Yeah, even Marler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh so, man, it feels it feels kind of surreal coming off of uh, you know just kind of back from Denver with 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 Carter and um, I, I don't know I, I I have yet to like kind of catch back up to reality and it's like oh wow we not only do we have to record but we also have the <laughs> we also have the game this weekend. <laughs> okay so like full disclosure like uh yeah, i think it was yesterday i sat down and i was trying to put together like what we the, like generally what we usually have together uh you know to talk through and i was like oh man i haven't done this in a long time <laughs> I forgot <laughs> what to do and i was like uh i was like wait do i need to pull anything uh do we need any you know stats or whatever it was pretty funny so i uh i scrambled a bit and did that uh did that last night. So, you know, your travels actually helped me, gave me like some extra time to remember what the heck I do on a week to week basis. And so, you know, now going forward though, I'll, I'll be better. That's right. We have, uh, we were recording a few days later than normal. Yes. Yes. You know, because of the travels. So, yep. I mean, we got some questions about the trip. So do we, I don't know if you want to table the trip. We did. I don't, I don't know. For... Multiple questions. Uh, People want to oh, know. Okay. So do we want to talk about it when they've asked? <laughs> the people want to know. The people want to know. I guess that that is kind of our trend, right? We talk about like personal stuff and then we get into the game. <laughs> I was like, wait, how do, how do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, when the, when the, the last few weeks we've had guests on. So it's like, oh, wait, how do we do this again? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. La- last week last week was a struggle because there was no one else <laughs> to talk to <laughs> except for the two of us. Uh, it, it felt kind of funny. But, you know, we get back into it. Yeah, you always gotta. Oh my God! Oh, see, and now I can't even do it right. Trying to put glasses on. So you know, we say we say there's a conversation going on, and there was, and we had just started talking about that. So 
I believe it was John Michael D who made a joke one time, like, cause somebody tweeted, like, uh, I think the tweet was Robert Beal. And somebody else said, like, like I heard that tweet or something. And I think John Michael <laughs> D was like, but did you hear Jim shuffling to try to find the soundboard before? It <laughs> Which is like one of the funniest things. Uh, so that's where our conversation, that's why I brought that up, John. So I've, I've discovered how to do hotkeys with it. So in Uh-oh. theory, I don't have to uh, search for it. However, I do have to hit the right hotkey <laughs> and then I hit the wrong thing. <laughs> you need an actual soundboard with like the, the buttons on it or whatever. Right, right. It's on my <laughs> keyboard. I have to, uh, I, they're, they're named. I can look at the screen. So yeah, I just, I fumbled it. So I still can't get it right. That's okay. <laughs> Hey, you're you're getting better. You're getting better. Right. Have, you have you have a better a better soundboard, and you're going to get better with ease again. I mean, yes, and and better never rest. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we've got the UT Martin Skyhawks, huh? Yeah, yeah. The Skyhawks. Why don't I guess I can run down run down the matchup? Um, so we got Saturday, September second, six p.m. Uh, at Dooley Field at Sanford Stadium. Uh, let's see records. So Georgia coming in off of a 15 and 0 campaign from last year. UT Martin was 7 and 4 last year, but they were 5 and 0 in their conference. So they they are out of the Ohio Valley Conference. Um I believe they're reigning conference champs. Um John, do you know how many times you played UT Martin? Ooh, uh don't know that I do actually. There's a reason. There's, what do you mean there's a reason? There's a reason you don't know. We've never played them because we never played them. <laughs> I, I, really? I feel like we had played them in the past. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. Too. I could have sworn that we had played. Who, I was like, that can't be right. That can't be right. Why does it sound so familiar then? Is it because everybody else has played them? I guess. I guess I know like Tennessee played them last year. Um, so I don't know. Seems kind of weird. But okay. it, unless the have... official game notes are wrong. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that I did have trouble looking at that in my Know Your Foes kind of section. Um mm. Hmm. But uh, I feel like I didn't I didn't come across that particular uh, nugget that we had never played them, which yeah. is kind of weird. Yeah, never played them before. Um, dogs coming in, uh, unanimous number one team, uh, meeting across polls. So this game is not technically it's not on TV. Um, it is on the ESPN Plus slash SEC Network Plus. So this is the annual uh, streaming game. Um, but I, I know I saw this come up on the dog central forum. Don't feel like you have to subscribe to ESPN plus to get this game. If you have cable, if you have uh, like satellite, if you have a streaming service and you have access to sec network, just log in to ESPN.com with your, uh, net with your cable, your TV provider login, and you can watch the game. Um, you don't, you don't have to have ESPN plus to watch this. So just a little pro tip there if you're watching at home. Yeah. Unless you're a poor South parent like I am and you have ESPN plus through the Disney, Disney plus bundle, I, I <laughs> then, have that then you're double covered. <laughs> true. True, true. True. Uh, let's see the official hashtag that we will not use when we tweet on Saturday is hashtag UTM VS UGA. Um, and if you want to catch a rebroadcast, it will come on again on SEC Network on September 5th at 11 a.m. Um, and then last thing, the weather looks great, actually. So low of 62, high of 84 for the for the uh, day. Uh, I don't know exactly what it'll be, but with a 6 o'clock kickoff, hopefully it won't be quite as brutal 
uh, on a early September Saturday. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, that six o'clock game time is is nice. Normally, this would be like a nooner. I feel like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and like the the opening game of the year, nooners at home are uh, those are no good. <laughs> Particularly those brutal. Are- <laughs> yes, they're super bad, super bad. So, so hot. So, yeah, so I, I am, I am uh, thankful. I know there's been a lot of jokes about, oh, we finally get a night game and it's, is UT Martin. So, like, agreed, but let's also consider the time of, uh, the time of year it is. And, uh, I'm just happy for the, the weather factor. So, which I'll, mm. um, I'll be there. Um, we are going. I don't know who all from our like, family is going. Um, but I'll be there. Uh, Lily says she wants to go. So we'll we'll see if that holds true through Saturday, um, mm. but I'll I'll be up there. I'll be up there. Fifty-one to seven, GATA, Coast Trail. Come by and say hi. <laughs> I unfortunately will not be there. My daughter is going to the mountains for her sixteenth birthday celebration. She's not turning sixteen yet. Um, mm. We have we share the same birthday. If you don't remember, um, and our birthday yes. is September eighth. But she is celebrating her 16th birthday this weekend with my wife and her aunt and a bunch of her little girlfriends are going to the mountains for her birthday celebration. Got it. Okay. So I'll be home with the kids. Okay, so you're holding down the fort with everybody else. Holding down the fort with the rest of the folks. Plus, I just got back from, from my own trip with uh, with Carter. So Very cool. Very cool. Well, you guys had the same b- birthday, not unlike how Carter... And my wife, Kim, have the same birthday, which like, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever figured this out before, but we definitely figured it out tonight. <laughs> we did figure it out tonight. I'm sure we figured it out before we forgot. Someone's probably throwing their podcast player of choice away. Like, you guys talk about this every year. God, Weird. what is your problem? <laughs> <It's> an annual, <laughs> annual tradition. <laughs> oh, man. Too funny. Well, John, I don't know. You you, you said you were doing some faux reach research L- last year. You hit us with the fun facts. I don't know. I don't know. Are we do are we doing fun facts again? Do you have fun facts? We can do some fun facts. Yeah, we got okay. I've got a, I've got a few fun facts. Okay. Uh, to be perfectly transparent and with apologies to UT Martin, um, it doesn't really seem like that there's all that much interesting, like in the way of like truly fun facts. But um hmm. what I will say is is that UT Martin was the uh, kind of I guess came about the reason it's called ut martin is because the original school was opened as the hall the hall moody institute which was named for a couple of baptist ministers Mm. um that uh i guess you know founded the school um long ago back in 1900 um but ut martin um ut martin basically started um officially in 1927 but like that's that's how old that's how old they are, which yeah. is which was kind of surprising to me. But I guess that they were the uh, the Baptist um, the Tennessee Baptist Convention kind of decided that they were going to shut the school down, and locals decided that they were going to save it um, and basically put up the money to to do so. Um, and mm-hmm. they they were going to basically become part of the University of Tennessee system and. Um, interestingly, the, the governor and all those people, they basically didn't think that they were going to do it. Um, they didn't, they weren't going to be able to muster up the money. Um, and basically the political and civic leaders in the state of Tennessee, like they, they didn't want to lose 
that university and so they i guess they mustered up enough money and were able to to get it into a, a place where they could bring it into the ut system and interestingly um i guess this is kind of fun um you're familiar with austin p yes yes we have that, played them we have played them yeah i, I did know that because uh, <laughs> apparently that school is named after the a governor governor austin p and austin p um, actually signed them into a, like an official school as an official school in 1927. Mm. So that was that was kind of fun. Um, a couple of famous alumni that you are probably aware of that you didn't know. Pat Summit is uh, is an alumnus of UT Martin. Oh, I had no idea. Um, and you, depending, you, your mileage may vary on how you feel about this person, but Van Jones. Um, CNN okay. no, noted contributor yeah. um, is also a graduate of UT Martin, and it basically goes downhill from there. From uh, the the chances that you know anybody listed as a quote unquote famous alumnus, so I think that those are their two most famous prominent alumnus. Got it. A um, couple other things. Um, let's see here. Their head coach has been around for quite a while. Ty Simp- uh sorry, Jason Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a uh, he is he's been at the he's been at the head coach at UT Martin since 2006, which is kind of wild in this day and age. I feel like yeah, seriously. I mean, the guy's been around forever. But interestingly, his son Ty Simpson is a is a quarterback recruit for the class of 22, and I guess that he signed with for Alabama. So maybe we'll see his son uh, in a future yeah. in a future game. Nice, nice. Uh, let's see what else do we got here. Oh, um their their mascot um their mascot is the the skyhawk yes um which is also incidentally isn't that uh it's like one of the old mascots for the atlanta hawks right isn't that like the the version of the hawk that like dunks is the skyhawk i'm not sure um i couldn't see i couldn't reference any any pictures or anything like that but like yeah like apparently that the skyhawk was the name of one of the old mascots for for the hawks um i guess that he stopped showing up to to games at some point because he tore his acl but anyway i'm pretty um, sure he was now we've gone off the rails by the hawks i'm pretty sure he was the one that like (laughs) jump off the trampoline and would dunk or something yeah that would that would be my guess but um but yeah that's uh that's what i thought um, so that was kind of a fun fact. Uh, the other thing was, I think that, uh, th- again, th- this was me like scrounging. I feel <laughs> like that the, the Skyhawk was like an old name for preachers back in the day. Mm. And so like, that's like, that was like a nickname for preachers. And since it was, um, kind of founded from, from Baptist origins, I think that the Skyhawk is kind of relevant. Also the, the Hawk is actual pretty prominent in, in that section of Tennessee as well. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. We'll roll Anyways. with that. We'll roll with that. We're going to roll with that, yeah. <laughs> well, I like it. I, I like that JP's... I was, and sorry, not to cut you off, but I'm just glad that JP's fun facts are back. The JP's fun facts are are, are definitely going to always be around, although I, I feel like I'm going to have to, like, I don't know, bank on, on people not remembering my previous I was I, I was thinking about that. On, on like, the common opponents <laughs> that we play every year, we might have to we may have to pivot and do something a little different. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Right, right, right. Come, come South Carolina week. Uh, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll mix it up a little bit. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Um, let's see. If you're good, we can hit the news and notes. Um, I had a couple of alumnus notes that I wanted to hit on before we get into the game. Uh, two things from the NFL. So one, uh, the mailman, Stetson Bennett, uh, made the Rams roster. He's the only quarterback on the roster other than Matt Stafford. Uh, so he is the Rams backup quarterback. So congrats to Stetson. Pretty cool, as, uh, especially for a guy who everyone said was going to be selling insurance uh, around now. So congrats to Stetson. And then also, John, the unofficial official receiver of My Guy Podcast, Kiaris Jackson, is officially a Tennessee Titan. He made the he made the roster. Uh pretty awesome. Super, super stoked uh for the unofficial official Kiaris. Congrats, Brady. Yes. Never doubt Kiaris. Never doubt. I never doubt that he'd make the roster. So just to throw it out there. Yeah. I mean, he was gonna make a roster, obviously. Obviously. All right. So as far as Kirby's press conference goes this week, um my note that I jotted down was everybody hurt. Uh, so like <laughs> everybody is hurt, particularly in the running in the running back room. <laughs> so I'm gonna run down the list, uh, courtesy of Jason Brazel that he posted on on Dog Central. So we've got Branson Robinson after the season with a, a patella tendon uh, tear. Lawson Lucky is out with an ankle injury. Ernest Green is probable with an ankle. Uh, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins is probable with a foot injury. Lad is probable with a uh, back issue. Uh, Smile Munden is questionable with his foot. David Daniel Sisavon is questionable with the dreaded uh, turf toe, which is a frequent topic of my guy, the podcast. Uh, Kendall Milton, questionable with a hamstring. Dejan, questionable with an MCL sprain. Kamari Lasser, questionable with a foot. Jackson Meeks, questionable with a foot. Denial Morissette, questionable with a groin. Raylan Wilson, doubtful with a knee. Janelle Aguero, doubtful with a hamstring. And Chris Peel, doubtful with turf too and that probably took up way too much time but that's that's how much uh we're dealing with um you know i started to say something earlier about like it's it's kind of weird for me like coming into a season um with a game like this this is the first time we've had a you know a season opener since we've been doing this podcast john where we're not playing a major opponent we had arkansas in year one of my god podcast Mm. we had clemson in year two and then we had oregon in year three um, so since we've been doing this, we've been open with a pretty big opponent, um, you know, at least power five, um, so right. this is a bit different for us. So, but if you look, when you look at that, uh, injury report, um, not a bad thing <laughs> that we're playing somebody like UT Martin. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I think that obviously the long-term, the biggest area of concern is that running back room, uh, Oof, at least for, yeah. from, from my perspective. Um, I mean, you got three of our best you know, three of our best options at running back uh, currently. So, uh, but that said, you know, I'm here for the cash. I'm here for the cash money records. Uh, Jones, uh, Heisman, <laughs> Heisman run here. <laughs> yes. So if, yes. I, you know, selfishly, I, I hope that cash just has a breakout game and we get to see the Pocahontas gifts <laughs> from trigger tray early and often. <laughs> uh, shout out to TT seven. Oh man, it's coming. He's already he's got already got it uh, loaded up in the drafts. He's ready for it. All right. Well, why don't we? Oh, actually, sorry. Two things. I so from what I did gather from Kirby's press conference, uh, the only other things I had jotted down. Um, uh, Trey Scott got his uh, coaching start there, and then also uh, Kirby does have a lot of respect for UT Martin. So, in case you didn't know, a lot of respect. 
All right. In the game. So why don't we run through this? So, John, we can start with the offense. What are we looking for when Georgia has the ball? Um, one note, um, you, you can go check it out on Dog Central. Uh, Alex Smith uh, wrote up a nice uh, preview uh, for the game. Uh, one of the things for him calling out Dalen Dotson is a defensive end um, for UT Martin. Uh, he was all Ohio Valley Conference first team last year. Uh, he was an FCS All-American second team last year. Uh, he had 48 tackles, nine and a half sacks in uh, 15 QB hurries. So, and again, remember this is, uh, I, I said they're in the Ohio Valley Conference, but reminder, they are, I mean, they're a FCS team or as what we used to say as a division one double A, I guess we say FCS these days, but they're, they're a one double A team. So they're playing up, uh, to come to San Francisco and play us. Right. Yeah. There's so, a couple other, a couple other players, uh, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as well. Gavin Olson. Um, mm-hmm. he was, he was also an FCS all American second team. Uh, player as well he's on their he's on their offense oh we're talking about the defense my bad very <laughs> good we're talking about <laughs> when we've got the ball got it yeah so georgia's offense so i i, I think too they I, I did see they play a three-man front i don't know exactly how they line up i'm not gonna act like i, I did all kinds of analysis on that but it, it sounded like they do something a little different which just makes me think dcu which makes me kind of drool so I don't know. Well, I mean, what do you what are we what are we watching for on offense? I know you hit on the running back room is, is light, but what, what are you going to be looking for from our offense against their defense? Uh, running the ball early and often is really what I'm going to be looking for. Uh, I mean, we've got yes, we've got the the injured running back room, but we've got one of the best offensive lines in, in college football, right? Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't have any trouble moving the ball on the ground against a less this lesser opponent. Um, I mean, heck, you know, the pass happy offense from Tennessee last year when they played UT Martin, they ran for 200, 200, 200 something yards on like 46 carries, I think. Um, So I think that we'll be looking for them to to be running the ball quite a bit, even with the depleted uh, running back force. Now, that said, you know, we could come in there with that kind of game plan that we're going to try to, you know, run cash. Cash Jones and, and company um, into yeah. into oblivion, but you know there could be. I mean, like I said, the biggest concern that I have on this team is the running back room in general for the season. Yeah, and this will be the first indication of what will happen if we can't get that running game going. If they can't get it going with a, a lesser opponent like this, that could open up a lot of areas for concern moving forward. Now, if we're able to counter that with being able to open things up with the passing game. Each, 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 you know, each step of the way, um, you know, that'll make me feel better, obviously, but that's what I'll be looking for. Can you move the ball with the amazing offensive line that we have? How's your relationship with Stacey Searles right now, John? Uh, we're, we're currently good. We're, we're, we're boys. (laughs) I ate all the crow last, last (laughs) season. Um, I gave a shout out to, to Stacey (laughs) after the Tennessee game. Um, uh, so we're good right now, man. We're good. Okay. Just, okay. I just hope that we don't have. Uh, I don't know. Do we have any midget quarterback or midget running backs that uh, can run up the gut <laughs> and really give and really give us uh, a moment of pause for both Stacy Searles and Bobo? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you know, you were you were saying you were when you were talking about how you wanted to see us run the ball. I was waiting for you to say run the dang ball, Bobo, because uh, that's 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 what you want to see happen. So. Run the dang ball. 
I believe. I do. Am I am I wearing that hat? I think I am. I, you are that wearing that hat. Yep. I can see I it. I can see that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put on the hat and I didn't even look what I had on. <laughs> Amazing. I do have my home field tree shirt on though. Ah, the nice, nice, nice tree shirt. Uh, yeah, you can use you can use code uh, Dog Central twenty three. By the way, get a twenty percent off at uh, your first order of home field apparel. Uh, drop that little nugget there. Shout out to Dog Central. Yes, the tree that owns itself. Nice, nice. Um, so I guess so. I that, that's definitely what I'm going to be watching for. I in in games like this, I'm always curious to see what the offensive line does. Right, like our are we going to truly dominate an opponent like this? Cause I feel like sometimes it'll be like, why aren't we just running the ball, you know, all over <laughs> them. Right? right. And like what, what's going on with the offensive line. So I I'm, I'm hoping that we'll see that kind of domination from the line. And then obviously, right. I mean, first career start for Carson Beck, uh, yeah. you know, you don't know how much we're going to air it out in a game like this, but I, I kind of feel like Bobo is going to throw him a bone or throw him a few bones and uh, let him air it out a bit. Um, so I, I'd, I'd love to see that get off to a fast start with, with Carson, you know, throwing to, you know, the usual suspects like, like Brock and lad permitting. Um, but I, I want to see what, uh, I want to see what Dominic Lovett looks like is from a newcomer perspective. Um, and then see if we get any of these young, young receivers in there. So, um, I'll be watching for that as well, but yeah, in yeah. general, looking for uh domination and, Lots of reps from uh, some of the young guys. Yeah, like I said, I think that you know the, the running back room. Can we answer that out of the gate? But yes, I, I do think that there is an element of uh, we just need to we just need to get Carson Beck, you know, comfortable, right? Like, yeah, I, yes. I, I would I wouldn't be upset to see us throw the ball around too. Um, yeah, establish sure. the run, open up the pass. Like basically, you know, that's 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 kind of been the I hate to say it, and it might trigger some folks, but that that's kind of been Bobo's thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you run run the ball and open up the pass, right? Balance, balance. balance. <laughs> yeah, he loves balance. Yeah, uh, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, we good with the offense? Uh, is there more? You got? The only other thing that I had on that was, you know, people we have we have Brock Bowers on on an all all American watch list, the Mackie Award, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and um and the Blitnikov. The Blitnikov, yeah, that's that's what yeah. I was looking for. Um, so you know, how is he is he able to to t- pick up where he left off kind of thing? Also, who's uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see Lovett in the in mm-hmm. the wide receiver position as well. Um, I think he, he had some pretty crazy numbers in the sl- from the slot, I've, if I recall from my dog central uh bulletin board. Uh, posts um but uh but yeah dominic lovett is going to be a person that i'm personally excited to to see kind of you know blossom at uga right like we, we lost ad mitchell so i'm hoping that we'll have a new reliable mr x receive x factor receiver that is going to show up and give us those clutch catches right yeah yeah, for sure. Arian Smith from the wide receiver position would be another one. This is the first year I feel like that, right? This is his yeah. first year where he's been completely healthy coming out of fall camp. True. True statement. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'd like to see someone other than Lad show up. Although, you know, I guess to a certain certain point, we've got a new quarterback. You know, you know Lad was always Stetson's kind of go-to. He was like the, the Tom Brady to, you know, 
Danny Amendola or whatever. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, he was, he was like the go-to receiver, right? Um, who's that other receiver that he always threw to? I can't remember that other guy's name. Edelman. Yeah. Edelman. Yeah. yeah that, that was, that was his Edelman. Right. So um, is, is can, can Carson Beck and Ladd, you know, kind of make that connection as well. So those, those are some things that I'll be looking for. Okay. Nice. I like it. I like it. Um, well, one thing before we move on to the defense, uh, John, we did, we, we talked to our, our friend, John Canaris at Oxia time, and we've all decided to run it back. Uh, so definitely excited to announce that just like, uh, season three of my got a podcast season four is presented by Oxia time. Uh, so, you know, last year, uh, they came out with the Georgia, CFP National Championship Watch Collection. Uh, the collection has grown. Uh, so there are now multiple uh, 2022 CFP champion watches. Um, you can get uh, the blackout watch exclusively at collegefootballplayoff.com. Uh, for everything else, you can head over to oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Um, be sure to use the code MyGotAPodcast at checkout. Uh, if you buy any of these Georgia watches, uh, we've got something pretty cool set up with Oxia Time. Um, so there is a a custom uh, presentation box that they put together for all the Georgia watches. Uh, if you enter the code "my got a podcast" at checkout, uh, you'll get an email after your purchase, um, and you will get uh, one of those uh, custom presentation boxes included with your watch. Uh, so when it's not on your wrist, you have a pretty uh, sweet box to display it in uh, in your home. Um, one of the things definitely want to call out that's also very cool for this year is a a portion of the proceeds of all of the Georgia watches that are purchased from Oxia time are going to Bulldogs battling breast cancer. So we've had our buddy Dwight on the podcast before, uh, really excited that Bulldogs battling breast cancer has teamed up with Oxia time as well, as well. So again, head over to oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. We are uh, super excited to run it back. Yes. Let's go. I got I got mine on tonight. I got uh you know there's multiple straps. Uh I've gone with the uh the the uh you're, you're locked in. You're locked in on the on the performance strap. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, I like it. I think I'm gonna wear it this way out to the game on Saturday. So I like it. I like it. I like it. I like the the formal the formal look of the metal band. Uh, yes, because I do have the performance tra- I do have a performance watch tracker um for, for my runs and and hikes and stuff to connect to Strava and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 But I like the formalness of the metal of the metal band myself. Yeah. I, I, this, you can, you know, you can go back and forth. You can, you can switch it up. So, <laughs> right. But yeah, but we're, we're excited. We got some more stuff coming uh, throughout the season through our partnership with Oxia. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're pretty excited. So shout oh, out yes. to Oxia time. All right, John, let's talk about the defense. Uh, when uh, I guess our defense, their offense, when UT Martin has the ball, and I think they they've got some players you wanted to call to watch out for, right? Oh yeah, I, I, they had another FCS All American, uh, Gavin Olson was an offensive tackle um, that he had, uh, and then DJ Nelson uh, was another. Uh, well, excuse me, he's a freshman All American, FCS mm-hmm. freshman All American. Um, DJ Nelson from the tight end position. Um, he's, he's one of their guys. And, you know, I think that, you know, that's one of those examples where, you know, the, the players that have in the past, I guess is what I should say, but it'll be something to watch this season, but 
you know, the tight end, if you have an athletic and an, and an, a, an accomplished tight end, that can be a way that you can find some holes in this, in this defense historically. Um, not many options to, to, to find based on our track record along the defensive front, but, um, you know, that's definitely an, an opportunity for them to have someone, some glimmer of hope, but let's be honest. I, 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 we're, this is, this is, not, this shouldn't even be close, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, look, John, in season one of my got a podcast, our mantra was in the defense we trust. Right. And last I checked Kirby smart was still here. He's still the head coach. Um, I expect the, I expect that to continue. I, I think like from what I've been reading and what people have been kind of, kind of questioning, like I, I feel um, the, the position group that seems to be questioned the most is really on the, the, the defensive line and then the edge rushers. So I'm, I would love to see those guys cut loose against this lesser opponent. Now we're going to be running uh, very vanilla packages on both sides of the ball. I would assume, but just from sheer athletic ability, um, you know, we're going to be bigger, faster, and stronger than these guys. So I, I'd really love to see our our defensive linemen get off to a head start because we talked about it a little bit in the season preview. But you know, a lot of the big names are gone. We don't have the flashy names, but we've we've got a lot of experience coming back, and these guys have played a lot of football for Georgia. So again, I'm I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see them shine. So you know, Zion Lowe. Tremel Watha or Zemir, uh, Nazir Stackhouse, these guys, I, I, I want to see, you know, let's see what, what they do um, in this starting role. So I'm excited to look, look out for that. Yeah. I, I, I personally am, am really, really rooting for Nazir Stackhouse to kind of step up and be that Jordan Davis, you know, Jalen Carter type guy. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I, I say that selfishly because um, I, to be perfectly transparent, I don't know which one of those players is like the, mo- the most like physically gifted, but Nazir Stackhouse played in pretty much every, he played, I think he played in more games than Jalen Carter did last year uh, mm-hmm. or had more snaps, had more snaps. Um, you know, he, he was a, a big cog in that, in that machine of the defensive line. Um, I also think he's an amazing TikTok follow. So um, <laughs> he, he just seems like a good dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy it. So uh, one thing that he will hopefully be tracking down early and often is a new quarterback for UT Martin as well. Hmm. Um, they are breaking in an Ole Miss transfer. Um, oh, that's right. Can, can Kincaid or Kinkeed or I don't know. I don't know how you say his name. Dent. Uh, Ole Miss transfer Dent, um, who played 17 games um, in his career. Um, I guess he only saw 19 snaps last year. Um, and he had a lower grade than their quarterback that they just had, Tresher win. So I guess it's technically on paper, it appears to be a downgrade um, in the quarter at the quarterback position, mm-hmm. but this is a team that had been used to throwing the ball around. They put up 300 yards on Tennessee, which again, is probably not saying a whole lot um, <laughs> last year. Um, but, but yeah. yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I, 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 breaking in a new quarterback is always interesting. And the fact that they have an sec, you know, transfer that could certainly play into the equation here. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's a good player for the team there, but just wasn't right for Ole Miss, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, so a new quarterback is going to be interesting as well. So we've got two 
two uh, new quarterbacks for for both of these schools, both of them SEC caliber. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, on on that note of them airing the ball out and, and trying to throw the ball. Um, so it's sounding like Julian Humphrey is going to be the starting corner opposite of Kamari Lasseter. I believe that's what we're hearing, right, John? Uh, say again? For the starting corner opposite Kamari. I think Julian Humphrey is what we've been hearing, right? Julian Humphrey, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, that's it seems to be because I feel like that um, I think Graham and those guys were talking about how in um, – you know, at the Dog Central Forum, I mean, they, they, he was he had been taking the lion's share of uh, of ones reps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another thing to watch out for, right? I mean, ha, you know, how, how's how's he react? Um, see how that goes. I mean, because I mean, Kamari like really came into his own last year, and so that's been the question: is who's going to be opposite him? So, I don't know. it'll be interesting to see who walk, who trots out there with the starters, right? Who's out there with the first team? Uh, we'll see if it's Julia or not. I I, I know, like listed on the uh, Aguero is someone I've been excited to see. Um, mm-hmm. I know he, but he was listed on the uh, in the extensive uh, injured, you know, list. So we'll see. Ho- he hopefully, get, we get to see his debut. But did he get a hopeful kiss of death? See, this is this is the problem with me not like listening to the entire press conference this week, like I usually do. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I have the list, but I don't know if I'm sure Kirby was hopeful to get all of them back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, yeah, you know who who's going to step up on this defense and be the quarterback, right? Like yeah. who's going to take that Nicobe Dean? Who's mm-hmm. going to take that Nolan Smith role? You know what I mean? Like who's who's going to be the guy that's going to lead these guys to a, a, a three-peat, right? Yeah, um, someone needs to step up. Um, I, I think that I think that for my money, like Nazir Stackhouse is the elder statesman along this defensive front, but mm-hmm. I also think that. Um, you know our our our, fa- our our favorite one of our favorite YouTubers, um, uh, Top Dylan. You know he's he's a big mm. Smile Munden fan. Um, yeah, but it wasn't Smile. Wasn't he on the on the injury list? Also on the yeah. yeah yeah. But I it sounds like he's been practicing. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. He's hopefully hopefully he didn't get the hopeful kiss attack. <laughs> but yeah. that would yeah. be he he would be my my pick. Like those two of, of those two players, I feel like they'll be like the you know the Jalen Carter. Um, or you know, a Jordan Davis, uh, mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean, Nicobe Dean kind of kind of match up between the the linebackers and the and the defensive line. I'll throw Jamon Dumas Johnson's hat in that arena. Um, okay, because I, 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 and, and, and I do feel like like I mean, a lot of times the middle one of those middle linebackers inside linebackers is, tends to be calling the signals and kind of you know getting everyone set. Um, right. You know, like Nicobe used to do. So right. I can see that JDJ smile, I think are great candidates. All those guys. Again, I just, I'm, I'm excited about these guys we've got coming back and I'm excited about excited. You know, we're, we should get to see a lot of new faces <laughs> on Saturday. So that's cool. hopefully they won't have to yell at, at other players for being out of position, but <laughs> if, should the occasion arise, I want my, my quarterback for the defense screaming at people to get back in line <laughs> Yes. Yes, exactly. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Uh, let's see for special teams. Uh, not a whole lot there other than we will, we'll get to find out who the kicker is, who the place kicker is. Um, so we'll find that out for sure on Saturday or like well, who knows? We might not, it, it could be a kicking competition in this game too. We'll see. Um, but one of the things I am interested to see is who is returning kicks. 
And a guy I didn't mention with the offense, and I'm going to mention here, mention him here, uh, is a diminutive receiver, Makai Muse. I'm excited to see Muse. Uh, if you recall, he returned a kickoff for a touchdown in the spring game, but they didn't count it because like it was a spring game and they weren't really returning kicks and they wanted the offense to start at the 20 every drive mm-hmm. anyway, but he did it. Um, and he is like not big. <laughs> like he, um, you know, uh, not a huge guy and Kirby, Kirby signaled him out. Uh, Kirby was on what, like the college game day podcast this week. Um, and, and he was one of the the guys that he signaled out as having a really good fall camp. And he talked about that spring and the spring that he had, but he said it's carried into fall camp. So I'm interested to see Muse and like, especially in the return game. I'm, I'm curious to see if they throw him back there to return either kicks or punts. That's something I'll be watching for. Mm, is he going to be like a Devin Hester type guy? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, do you remember from the spring game? Like, he is, he's small. Like, he is not, uh, he is not a tall guy, but he is fast. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see him. I'm, I'm excited. I, I would be very excited to see, um, that portion of our game be a true threat. Right. You know, yes. It's been, it's been a minute, right? Like, when we haven't had like a punt return for a, a touchdown in a while. We kept, we you know, Kiers was always so close. He would get so close. Ooh, um, yeah. Well, who, who would have been the last one that would have been in that, like, you know, home run threat, special teams returner? Like, who's the most recent one? The one that comes to mind is Mikey Henderson for some so reason. Got, for me. Yes. So he came to mind. The one after him that comes to mind for me is the joystick. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's uh, Isaiah McKenzie. So. I don't know. There's probably been someone since him, but he, he was the one to me. He was the last one that was like truly electric. And every time he touched it, you know, it was a chance. So yeah, I would love to, have be, to see, love to see that come back. I'll be excited for Muse. He's a, he's a Georgia boy. He's, he's from central Burnett high school. Um, yeah. Five, eight. See, I, I, I okay. I was going to say he's like my height. So pretty close, <laughs> pretty close. Just imagine Jim running a touchdown back with, dread, with dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be a sight to see. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I lost it there for a second. <laughs> uh, well, on, on, speaking of special teams, we got Brett Thorson. We got yeah the th- we, we, what we, we have the we have the punter spot locked up right. Yes, that's right. That's right. What right. are we calling him? Or is he the Thunder from Down Under, or or is he the Booming Onion? What are we What are we calling Brett? I, I personally like Thunder from Down Under. It is good. It is good. I like it. Okay, I, we'll I just I just hope he has a better relationship with his quarterback this year, but <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, he gets iced out just like just just like Stetson did. The tweet it was it was after the Oregon game, right? He was like, apparently Stetson hates punters or something. Stetson hates punters. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I I've heard through the through the radar uh, or through the the grapevine that uh, <laughs> that Beck also hates punters like it like it i'm down with that i'm good with that uh all right man you want to you ready to hit the listener questions let's hit them man let's hit them all right so this season the listener questions are brought to you by working web media so uh if you go check out the newly redesigned mygotapodcast.com we've got a new website uh and working web media uh put that together for us uh if you got a small business 
and you're looking to expand your online presence, uh, be sure to reach out to Working Web Media. They would love to work with you. And you can head over to workingwebmedia.com slash dogs. That's D-A-W-G-S, spelled the right way. And they will know that we sent them your way. So be sure to check them out. We're super pumped about our, our new website and they would love to work with you as well. All right. So good, for the listener questions, JP, first up, we got Walt Dog NC. Um, and something I, I didn't mention at the opening because I, I knew this was here and want to talk about it here. Uh, so he started off with RIP Sonny Siler DGD. Um, so, you know, Sonny Siler, um, owner of all the Uggas, brought us like a one. Uh, you know, the, the thing that I've kind of been thinking about with this is like, you know, we all know what it's like to lose a pet. And, uh, but we're talking about a, a man here that, uh, you know, he and, he and his wife gave a pet to all of us, right? I mean, everyone has such a great connection with Uga. Um, so, you know, RIP, uh, de- definitely a legend. Um, RIP to Sunday Seller. Mm, yeah. No, that's, it's definitely, it's definitely sad, but it's, it's kind of one of those things where like, I, I feel like we're all, we're all getting older, right? Like, yeah. You yeah. know, you think about, I, I look back at, seeing him on the sidelines, you know, before his son took over. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, we've got, you got Munson, you know, Lauren Smith's getting up in there in, in the age, you know what I mean? Like some yeah. of these, some of these Mount Rushmore of UGA personalities are, they're getting older just like our parents are. Right. So, yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely a, a sad situation. Um, I think that, that, <laughs> that, uh that comic or not i guess it's not a comic i don't know how what do do you call it caricature i don't know the thing i sent you today yeah the thing you sent today yeah the the artwork of of him going into heaven and being surrounded by all his dogs and him saying i missed you too like oh man that's just perfect yeah now i don't know if i'm gonna be able to keep talking (laughs) when i I sent that to you guys today i was like sitting at my desk i saw that and i sent it to you guys i was like okay now i'm sitting here like crying in the middle of the day because i saw this is pretty amazing uh it was a dave helwig uh did the yeah i mean cartoon i I guess Um, that's what it is yeah yeah, he did did the cartoon uh so shout out to dave helwig that was uh that was incredible that was uh i thought that was perfect so all right so for the for the fun for the fun part from walt dog um he said will one running back get more than 60 yards uh in the game uh, and he said, if Brock gets two TDs, is it too early to start the Brock, the Bowers for Heisman hashtag? Uh, and then he said, you dudes do a great podcast. And uh, by the way, who's borrowing the chalice this weekend? So I guess <laughs> I would have to be the one to borrow the chalice because John will be there. So you would have to be the one. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> Jason Hasty, don't worry. I'm not going to come take the chalice. All right. So do you see any of the backs getting more than 60 yards in this game? I think the running mm. back kick. By committee in a game like this is what kind of leads you to think maybe no, but I don't know. What do you think? Mm. I mean, that's a good line, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, si- I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here thinking hard about it. Like, uh, yeah, I- I'd say no. I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. Okay, I'm gonna say yes. I, I-, I-, I say that. I say that because I feel like that. Uh, I don't know. I- can, I- can I give you my bold I- I prediction? Want, I want the Cash Jones. I want the Cash Jones that's for what- Heisman. Here's my bold, here's my bold prediction. <laughs> it's going to happen because someone's going to rip off a long one. Somebody's going to have more than okay, sixty yeah. on one carry. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. I, I can I can get on board with that one. Um. So, what do you think? Is it is it too early to start Bowers for Heisman if Rock gets two TDs this week? 
So that's so that's what I was. If if you truly want Brock to get the Heisman, right? Like he's gonna have to put up numbers in games yeah. like this. Yeah. Um. So that's why I say, like, you know, is he's he's listed as preseason All American. Can he, you know, find that connection with Carson that he had with Stetson? You know, those kinds of things come to mm-hmm. mind. The mm-hmm. two. Wait, no. Uh, yeah. The 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 yeah. He would have to have. He would have to have big numbers in, in in these games right so because you figure like once we get into the heart of the sec schedule yards and catches and touchdowns and things like that are going to be harder to come by right so right. um at least you know from a big number standpoint because think about the, what caleb williams did last year to win the heisman and what bryce young had to do to win the heisman and all these things like you know what i mean like they had to have those quarterbacks are putting up all these numbers these days. And so from a, for a wide receiver to need to be there in New York, he's going to have to throw up some numbers. True. Yeah. I said wide receiver. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. He's, he's it for the Bolitnikov. We have established this last week. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's going to have to do, he's going to have to do outrageous things and they're going to have to give him like a Heisman moment type thing with some kind of funky trick play i think too at some point so yeah he's gonna have to rush he's gonna rush for one throw for one like he's gonna have to like heinz ward his way Uh, up there (laughs) yes exactly exactly agreed agreed all right next up we've got uh bobby wilson uh bobby how he says how long do you experts believe carson will play and how many touchdowns will he throw and or run in and he said i think he plays the first half it only has three touchdowns so first off bobby thanks for uh referring to us as experts <laughs> questionable debatable at best uh i mean I'll, I'll let you answer this one yeah i mean i don't i don't see him playing beyond halftime um so i i would agree with that first half only i mean it, it, it um touchdowns i mean i mean there's no telling like it depends right like think back to when stetson started against uab i mean he had what five touchdowns in the first half i mean it could be it. What are we going to try to do? Are we trying to get him confidence? What does Bobo want to do with them? What does Kirby want to do with them? So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I think first half sounds right. Um, you know, I'll go, I'll go four touchdowns. You, I think five is like the record that everyone keeps tying, um, has been tied by multiple people. So not quite that. I'll go with four, four touchdowns yeah. in one half. Yeah. <laughs> And and over sixty yards rushing, man, you're like no, sixty yards rushing was for the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive explosion, as you right, 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 right. Okay, fair enough. Um, so here's my thing. I don't think I th- actually think that uh, I'm actually erring on the side of he needs he needs reps. He needs yeah. reps at, as as QB one. So I actually think that he'll probably get pulled in the third or fourth quarter. Um, okay. I have a feeling that they're going to want him solidified as as the starter and they're going to throw all the things at him to try to test him in a game that doesn't have consequences. Yeah. Um I don't necessarily think they're going to open playbook to get sexy, you know, all those kinds of things. I don't think they're going to have to, but Yeah. I still think that they're going to try to open him up slowly, um kind of like letting letting that Camus wine breathe, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. As far as touchdowns go, I could see four. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with three. I'll go three just to, just to differentiate us. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Cause James, cash, cause cash money Jones is going to be Heisman candidate. <laughs> You're so excited for cash Jones. 
cash money. Um, all right, James Lawson, 87. Uh, get the starters out early. No injuries, blah, blah. That was in quotes. Uh, these are all givens going into a game like this. Oh, oh well, we actually answered that. Get, give me some stat lines you want to see out of Karshan Beck. So I do I do like the thing. So we said three to four touchdowns. What do you think yardage-wise, John? How many do you think he's throwing for a lot in this? I'd say 275 is probably a good number. Okay. Okay. I'll go 276, and we're doing this prices right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which, what's, talking about people that have passed away, we're getting old. Bob Barker uh, passed away this yeah. week, too. Jeez. That is true. That is true. Um, I only say I, that because the, he, he died at the age of 99, just one penny shy of a dollar. <laughs> I don't know if you saw their uh, – the the shooter McGavin uh Twitter account. Uh, it's a great follow, by the way. If you don't follow it's a great the, follow, yeah. So he he tweeted out the the picture at the the picture of the sky that Happy Gilmore is looking to at the end of the movie when it's you know Chubbs and the alligator and like Abraham Lincoln. And he he uh-huh. put, he added added Bob Barker in the sky with them. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So that was that, that was funny. a nice tribute. That was a nice touch. Uh let's see. Chad Jarvis, how long did the starters stay in and will the stadium stay packed until the start of the fourth so we can see the cool light show we have so badly missed? So let's see, starters stand, the starters are not going to stay in long. Although, John, you, you already said, you know, you think Carson could go into the third quarter and in, somewhere into the second half. But yeah, I, starters aren't going to stay long. They're, you're going to see a lot. Of, first off, we rotate a lot of guys anyways. So eh, what does a starter really mean at Georgia for yeah. outside of quarterback? But we're going to see a lot of depth, so I don't not not very long. Um, you'll see you'll start to see guys getting mixed in very early. I'll say, agreed. But on the fans, I think I, I do think I do think the lights is a reason to stick around. I know for you know, sure. I'm super like, jealous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people. You you want to you want to get out of there. You want to get home, and I get it. And it's a holiday weekend. You know, folks have Monday mm-hmm. off. Um, mm-hmm. I get that, but uh, we haven't had one of these. <laughs> in a long time to see yeah. to see the light show so uh i am looking forward to that for sure so I'll, i'm staying i mean i i we we stay to the end of it like every game so but um i would i would uh advise others too as well i'm i'm in that same vein as well if i were there i would be staying to the end for the light show and for all the festivities and i mean you hear it on my got a podcast at the beginning of, of this show you the krypton fanfare and all that stuff yeah. so like yeah. um you know these guys, you know, stick around for stick around for the end. Yeah. I mean, you you know, you don't want to miss Makai Muse late in the game, right? You gotta stick around for that. Cash Jones. Mm-hmm. Cash Jones could rip one off in the fourth quarter. You never know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. 51 to 7 GATA. I don't know if we have not talked about this. I was kind of disappointed we didn't talk about it uh earlier. Oh, and I'm glad yeah. he asked this. What are y'all's thoughts on the new rules with the clock? And he said, I, I can see this leading to more upsets and also decreasing the amount of great endings. So to level set the clock change, basically uh, it's going to be a running clock. So like they had already changed it a little bit a few years ago where it used to be like incomplete pass out of bounds clock start period. Now it was like, it would start eventually after they reset the ball, et cetera. But now it's a running clock um, except for the last two minutes. So you get the, the rules worked like the old way for the last two minutes of each half but otherwise the the clock runs which is kind of annoying and i probably missed that a little bit but in general the clock is going to be running a lot more so they're shortening the games basically yeah How do you feel about this, which, which kind of goes to the 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 stat lines right like mm. Mm. that's going to impact that's going to impact stats down down the road so like you know 
if if you're not going if you're not stopping the clock every time you go out of bounds like the you know the, the wider last wide receiver to win the Heisman was Dante Smith right and look at the numbers that he put up like if he's running out of bounds like that clock's ticking that's that's game time that snaps that's that's going to make make the spread offenses that are moving fast to try to move even faster I feel like mm-hmm. um and then uh, I, I I hate everything I hate everything <laughs> I, I I don't know I don't really know how else to describe it um to me to me like the things that that make college football college football are quickly evaporating and Mm -hmm. it pisses me off that we're trying to like mess around with it because that's that's one of the things that's that's special about college football right that incomplete pass you know you can't get up and run for the score like it sounds like we're trying to do things almost like the nfl oh oh, the two minute warning it's the two minute warning guys like now let's go back to the old way because Clearly, it's more fun because we're saving it for the end. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say the so Kirby did talk about this um, when when Greg and I saw him speak in in Charlotte, and I'll say like the reason this is happening is because of playoff expansion. You are extending the season. The season is getting longer. And they've done research around the the toll the body can take, and like let's not forget these are kids. You know Stetson Bennett aside Brent like these are you know <laughs> but these these are kids they're you know they're they're young student athletes and it's a lot to ask of these guys I know it's only a few teams that are going to play all those extra games but it's a lot to put on them and so they're putting things like this in play in in place such that the team that plays in this ex- expanded playoff and goes all the way to the end they're not uh their snap count over a season isn't increasing much because of things like this. Right. So that's that's why they're doing it. So if you're mad about this, uh, it's coming from playoff expansion. Um, just FYI. Another reason to hate that, because I don't like that either. Get off my lawn. Yeah, seriously. Let's let's contract. Exactly. All right. Alex <laughs> <laughs> Alex Garnto, who is more likely to get a carry from the running back spot on Saturday, Brock Bowers or Dylan Bell? Let's just pause there, which we didn't talk about that yet. I am like so excited by this concept of Dylan Bell playing running back that's true we did talk we didn't talk about that from the running back conversation but that did come up in the practice notes yeah um uh, uh, that kind of thing dylan bell the fact that dylan bell's been taking those snaps i would say dylan bell is probably gonna get more more snaps than bowers at running back i agree um let's say this well you know because I, I yeah I don't know this it is the kind of thing is like do we get Bowers a carry in a game like this uh, I don't know and you know he tends to get the end arounds but we've heard we've heard rumors of him uh, playing fullback in practice which just gives me the warm and fuzzies like I love that Brock Bowers a fullback well, gives me chills out of the I formation right yeah correct I formation <laughs> oh yeah yes, yes. Bubba was back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Too good. I I mean uh, the Dylan Bell, you know, lining up at running back. Like all I have to say about that is that if in Kirby we trust. If you remember the Bobo days and um, the Wild Dog is wasn't it wasn't it during Bobo's time as offensive coordinator that, that the whole Wild Dog thing kind of came up like long ago and during the Rick years. Yeah, I think yeah, that sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, I feel like Craig Lumpkin, you know, like he, oh, he yeah, takes snaps, takes, takes snaps from, yeah, in that wild dog looking, um, uh, uh, so crow, Isaiah Crowell would take snaps out of the, out of the wild dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, I, I would say that Dylan Bell taking reps as running back is indicative of their plan to at least incorporate him in the running game and have yeah. him available as a wide receiver. And that would thusly, you know, give us the potential for a replacement for Kenny McIntosh. Screw it. That's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. And uh, I, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. My, my dad called me and we were, we were just talking football and I told him, I think I was like, I think I'm getting way too excited about this Dylan Bell at running back thing. <laughs> so I was like getting all giddy. I'm like, cause when we were talking about this recently, you and I, we were talking about like all the injuries and I was like, you know, like we always find someone like Georgia will find someone who can, you know, carry the football. We're, we're running back university, but this excites me. Like, it just makes me think of, you know, not to say that he's Heinz Ward or anything, but it makes me think of like when Heinz Ward moved to running back and then back to receiver, although he played quarterback that year too, but just stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know, Robert Edwards was a great back. He had switched from corner. And so I don't know, this kind of stuff excites me because we've, we've seen, uh, Good things come from a shift like this in the past. So I could be making this up, but did Dylan Bell play quarterback in in high school as well? I I do believe that's true. I mean, generally, because you know, a lot of these guys they put the best athlete at quarterback, right? So yeah, I, I think that's I think that's accurate. Maybe, I saw that. I saw that somewhere. Maybe he's replacing um, who who was it that threw the pass against Michigan? Was it Ad Mitchell? I can't remember. That well, that was actually Kenny McIntosh threw it to Ad Mitchell. Okay. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 So so see, he's for... the Kenny McIntosh place. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it. Um, let's see. Oh, he had another part. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, thoughts on Kendall Milton and Dejon Edwards being full go by South Carolina in week three. Um, mm. I mean, I, I would say I I'm uh if we're getting in the Kirby hopeful category, I'm more hopeful probably for Dejon. Because like we saw, you know, Kendall had the hamstring last year and it took him a while to get back. I mean, you, you don't, you don't know with hamstring injuries. They are, they're tricky, tricky. So I would, I'd put uh larger odds on Dejan, although I'm not going to count Kendall out and I would love to, to see him there, but that's my thoughts. Um, I would say that Kendall Milton's injury is going to be so touch and go for basically for every game this season, because, and that's, that's part of the reason that I'm so like, frustrated about that situation not mm-hmm. just because it's Kindle like hurt again like that that aspect of it is certainly frustrating i get it you know these guys you know they are under a lot of stress if you hurt something it, it changes how your body reacts on the field like i we talked about it with um you know paul paul Muchnick, my my uh, mm. pt friend that was pt at, at uga for a while um on our sanford preview last year um the when your body has that kind of stress and that impact and it has to readjust all the other body parts are impacted. Right. So if you tweak your hamstring on your right leg, then everything else on your left leg is overcompensating. Right. Right. So for me, like that, that just means that he's had multiple of these on both legs on both, uh, both sides of his body. Right. And it just means that just the sheer fact that it's a hamstring all by itself. Those things are so tricky, right? He, he could tweak it just walking, right? Like tweak your, you, you hear about guys that retweak their hand, hamstrings over and over again. Um, but what I'm worried about is if, is, is that going to open him up for something else? Cause he's overcompensating. Yeah. No, that's a good call. Good call. So all uh, right. as far as full go, I would say that uh, my money would probably be more on uh, Dejan Edwards being more full go than, than um kindle yep makes sense i agree uh see all school 
Uh, can anyone on the roster serve the Darnell Washington role from last year of an extra faster mobile offensive lineman who can catch passes? Wasn't that lucky or I that's yeah, shocky. We agree, John. Lucky is the guy to me. Unfortunately, he's injured right now, but he's I think injured, he's, yeah. but I think he is, uh, he's that guy to me. So let's be I mean, honest. I don't think anybody can replace Washington, mm, but if yeah. someone were, I mean, lucky has that frame, right? Right. Yep, yep. And, you know, his dad uh, was one of the lucky triplets. And uh, so I think it was his, his uncle was an offensive lineman at Georgia. So if I'm if I'm getting which lucky triplet is his dad, right? Because now I'm being embarrassed, uh, I could have gotten it wrong. But I'm pretty sure his <laughs> uncle was a, was like a, was the center. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They were there when I was there. They may have graduated right before you got there, John. Um, mm. So, yeah. Got Let's it. see. Oh, uh, All School also said... Uh, which UGA player this year is going to be the most likely to hit you with a hard punk tactics? And he said, <laughs> I've always heard bank rolls go, go straight for the assets. I'll hang up and listen. So first off, we always appreciate the old school uh, sports talk radio show. Uh, hang up and listen. Sign off. Always appreciated. But also all school was a, uh, <laughs> he, he was a big fan of last year's uh, hide video. I actually sent him a DM when this year's came out. So all school, I, he said he enjoys it. So uh, that, that that made me happy. I, I was glad that he was pleased. He, he was one of the people <laughs> I was trying to make sure it lived up for him. So, <laughs> all right, John Michael D. Uh, okay, here we go, John. Well, did we, we answer the question? Which which player this year oh, is going to be? Who's going to hit you with the hard punt tactics? Who's going to hit you with the hard punt tactics? Yeah, is it Muse? <laughs> I was going to say JDJ as far as like actual hits. Oh, actual hits. Okay, okay. for me, yeah. Oh, let's mm. see. It's actually uh, Johnny O. Aguero. Aguero, yeah. Okay. And then I think uh you know what the you know what the right answer is? And I I missed it. Bullard. <laughs> he definitely hit CJ Stroud with a heart. Or, or he hit so oh, I I butchered that. You butchered he, it. He, 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 it. Hit, <laughs> he hit Harrison with a heart protect. <laughs> yeah, Harrison. Yeah, exactly. Uh too good. All I could see was Stroud throwing the ball high up in the air. Sorry. I got I got mixed up. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, so here's what we were talking about earlier around the people want to know. So we, we got two questions about this. So John Michael D said, since y'all said any topics, going to need the most famous podcaster and John to break down what in the wild wide world of sports just happened to Ronald Acuna Jr. with the three fans on the field. And uh, Ger- <laughs> Gerald Lancaster asked a, a similar, similar version. He just said, were y'all freaking out when Acuna was attacked? <laughs> Oh man. Um, so yeah, so we were at the game. Um, and I caught the tail end of it. I videoed like the tail end of it because it was going on for so long and everybody was laughing, thinking that it was funny. This guy like was just like fighting. He I, it was just like I'd never seen anything like that. Usually when you get taken out uh for, for going on the field, like they put you in handcuffs and off you go. But for whatever reason, security, which I, I'll use that word loosely at course at course field. I don't know if they were Colorado Rocky Mountain High, but it was definitely loosey goosey uh, with the security at that stadium. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like it, it it really is funny because we had my father in law had actually commented on this um, like long before that had happened. Um, mm. We had, we both had noticed that there was only a handful of people on the field in between innings. And we are like, yeah, that's at, you know, at truest. It's like every like 10 feet, I feel like there's a security guard out there. 
Um, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've seen or been to the game, but like there's a security guard that basically sits in a seat. And as soon as the, you know, you know, the inning ends, they open a door, they lock it back. Um, and then they run out onto the field and they stand there in between innings. Um, and then obviously as soon as some anything happens, they're like instantly on the field. But what happened with this, this instance, like one person came on the field and they hugged Ronald Acuna and, I guess it was like I guess Acuna was okay with it because he wasn't like running away or pushing him away. Like I I, I would imagine that he probably re- read the body language that he was not in the he was not a threat. But then for right. whatever reason, some guy came from behind. We, that's the only thing we were trying to figure out is where did the other guy come from? Because security was already there, but he came from behind Ronald Acuna, and I'm like, where did that even come from? So I still don't I still haven't figured out the physics on that, right? But, because he would have had to have dropped down from the, I, I guess, like he would have had to have dropped down from the, um, you know, from the wall or whatever. Right. Um, but full transparency, we picked up at the tail end of it. I, if you haven't seen Foster, George Foster's video that he, he retweeted a video from another account, but that was the, I read, I read, I watched that, that video and that's what really happened. And I was shocked at how long they were on the field. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and the fact that that guy got his hands on Acuna after the other guy was hugging him was just laughable from a security standpoint, just absolutely embarrassing for Coors Field. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was crazy. That was nuts. Um, we didn't even really look at, we didn't really get to see it because we were all, everybody in our section was like looking at the scoreboard. There was like, you know, like one of those kiss cam type things or something mm-hmm. like that going on that we were mm-hmm. looking at. We were in left field. Um, so everybody was kind of turned around to look up at the at the thing, and then all of a sudden everybody heard the was like, "Oh, what's going on over there?" And we turn around and look. And there's already cops and everything. They're pulling them off. So it, that was that was wild. I've never seen anything like that. Well, since since I made you table that conversation until now, I will say, uh, or just seemed like it was an amazing trip. And I know it sounded like there were a ton of Braves fans there, right? And Georgia fans, yeah. And uh, and I know you saw multiple Huggins out there as well so that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah we you know we went for carter's 12th birthday and that's been like a tradition last year we went to last year we went to st louis this mm-hmm. year we went to Coors field and we did the whole hiking thing which you know at full transparency carter was not super thrilled about but we kind of made <laughs> him go the first day went up to rocky mountain national park i had, had planned to go based off of Logan Booker, shout out Logan Booker on his itinerary planning. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, the website that they said, you, you, we had to have a reservation and the website didn't say that. And so we showed up and didn't have a reservation to go to this particular section of the park. Um, and so they didn't let us in. So it was in a lower elevation where we wanted to go. Bear Lake is is the area that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The Huggins actually went there the night, the day before, um, apparently um but anyway we ended up going into the higher elevations um to the continental divide um which was basically significantly higher up um 12 i think we got up to over twelve thousand feet um and i have to say that that low oxygen level is is definitely a real thing i can't imagine going even higher some of the, the colorado has like the fourteen thousand feet um like mount evans and pikes peak and those kinds of things um those those higher elevations are legit. I was winded. Um, really? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were sections that Carter couldn't actually make it up because he was so he was so exhausted and tired. And, you know, he's got the heart condition, so like I tried to play it play it easy on that. Plus, he's got asthma, so gotcha. his lungs are already struggling in general. But um, there were definitely some areas that were really cool. Um, I'll post some more pictures. I think I posted a handful of pictures. I, I still was like kind of downloading the the majesty and the beauty of that park. Then yeah. the next day we went to. I had business meetings um, and then we went to the Braves game, man. Um, that was really cool. Uh, we got to scooter over there. Carter really loves the scootering. Um, and then we did the whole, whole go into for batting practice and he got a ball at batting practice. Oh, yeah. And then during the game, he got a ball and then they found a ball that was, I guess it was just like lying around somewhere. Like, I don't know, from, one of the adult leagues. <laughs> so he walked out of there with three balls. That's hilarious. Um, which is, which is just crazy. Um, then the next day we ended up, um, we were debating on, like I said, he, he's not really a, a huge hiker, tried to convince him. There was no convincing. And so we ended up just doing a, a city tour on the scooters. He wanted to ride the scooters again. So we did a city tour of downtown, um, ran into the Huggins at the Braves game. Like I said, you know, from the day from the moment we left Atlanta, from the moment we were at the gate, we were looking around and I was like, it, I mean, it was nothing but nothing but Braves fans. Like there's just Braves hats, Braves shirts, like everything. Yeah. And everywhere you looked, there was always Braves on the streets. Like we, you know, it's kind of like we were walking around, driving around, riding around. Um, hey, go Braves. And I saw some some Georgia shirts too. Like there was a lot of Georgia shirts. I didn't see any Georgia Tech shirts, but I saw a lot of Georgia shirts. Um, yeah. And I got a lot of go dogs. Um, yeah. And they were all in the park too. Like when we went to the park, there was Braves fans everywhere. And then when we went to the stadium for batting practice, we were just surrounded by Braves fans. Like, I mean, it was, it was crazy. And the chop was, was, was loud and, and present always. It was crazy, but I got some feedback from some folks that are local there. And I think that this is probably their issue is that there's just so many people that are not from Colorado that live in that area. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so every team that comes to town, that's who the, they said it's like that for every team. Yeah. That makes sense. Because um, everybody wants to go to Colorado. Everybody wants to go to the mountains and all that kind of stuff. And so they, they do exactly what we did is yeah, go, right. go to the game and then go see all the sites. Right. Yeah. 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 That's cool. But it was, it was definitely cool. Um, it's definitely a great thing. We actually had some dinner in Boulder. So we got to see a couple of the other, other areas as well. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I haven't been to Boulder. I, you know, I didn't go when we played at Colorado, I was supposed to go to the game, but we did end up not going kind of at the end, but uh, I've been to Denver, but no sporting events. So we tried to go see, I tried to get Carter to go see, I was like, Hey, do you want to go see um, Colorado's stadium and go say, Hey, to coach prime. He's like, eh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's nice. like, eh. <laughs> nice. Well played Carter. Well played. Well played. Well, awesome. Well, good, good to get to that. Sorry, I made you table that. So I figured we could, we could go back and get the get the full story within the yeah, list of yeah, questions. No, it was it was great. Ran into the Huggins. All running into them was great. Um, uh, Joel, um, uh, Hug Dog's brother, Hush Puppy. He's he's an F three guy. He works out at um, yeah over. I think it's over in Alpharetta. I can't remember. Um, but uh, 
but he and I were going to meet up, but I guess they, I guess that they got, they did too much hiking the, the day before. So I ended <laughs> right. up going, actually tried to get Carter up. We we had all done all that hiking on Sunday and then everybody was sore. They didn't want to come out. So I went out by myself um, early morning to see sunrise at Red Rocks. That was okay. another thing that, that I ended up doing and visiting was, was seeing sunrise at Red Rocks. Um, I was actually surprised at how many people were out there and how bright it was at mm. five in the five thirty in the morning. Um, and so I actually ended up like looking around, trying to scamper around to find a, a more secluded area. And I ended up finding a trail that I was by myself on because everybody was at Red Rocks. So nice. Tried to find a little off the beaten path, a little higher up. Um, but it was beautiful out there. It was great. That's nice. Nice. Uh, let's see. Fletcher Proctor. Uh, favorite school featuring a name. UT Martin is good, but Stephen F. Austin, the Stone Colds, Sam Houston, Louisiana Monroe are better. Also, seeing as how... <laughs> oh, I'll table this part. All right. So you got a you got a school, a favorite school with a name in it? I, I've got one. My, my favorite. A favorite school with a name in it. Like... I always just think that Robert Morris is hilarious that that's the name of the school. I don't know that they play football, <laughs> okay. but like when they make the NCAA tournament, it always makes me laugh. Oh man. I guess uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Oral Roberts. That's another good one. Yes. Yes. Okay. We, we like, that's... we like schools with the name Robert. <laughs> you know why that is John? Robert you know. Beal. <laughs> the, the news coming. <laughs> you rope dope me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so he said a good one same reason's a good one all right so here's a shout out to you from Fletcher he said also seeing as how I'm teaching poetry right now to fourth graders I can say that I hate poetry and I don't want Bama in the SEC championship game for poetic reasons so he agrees with you John (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously Uh, screw Alabama okay I I I would love for them to just never win anything ever again don't listen to me. I'm done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Brett building. How amazing will it, how amazing will it be to see light up Sanford in our own stadium for the first time in 713 days? That is wow. crazy. To that is crazy. Moment. So I, I mean, I'll, I mean, if you have any pull on the athletic department, they need that stat. <laughs> I, yeah, seriously. Yes. For real. Um, I'll say Brett, if it's any indication of how excited I'm about it, I'm wearing my light up Sanford t-shirt. Uh, as we're recording this, because I'm excited to have that come back. Uh, I was at the Notre Dame game. It was the first time it ever happened uh, with all the, not the first time with the, you know, doing the phones and everything, but the first time with the red lights, all the, the lights installed and everything. And uh, I'm excited. I'm pumped. It's ridiculous. It should happen more often. Yeah, I agreed. Um, and then Brett said, we've heard very little about place kicker. place kicker. What is the outlook for the position? Uh, so it seems to be between Jared Zirkel and Peyton Woodring. Uh, I expect we will see both of them on Saturday. I, I haven't heard, I haven't heard any kind of announcement on anything being settled. Um, you know, Zirkel has been here for a while. Woodring is a freshman, but he's a highly touted kicker. So we'll see something to watch, uh, for, for sure. Mm. One thing that, um, you did not note about Saturday is the swirling winds potential. <laughs> Is oh what, what hurricane season? <laughs> no, it's uh it's <laughs> is it's not going to be. It, it, apparently, the forecast is one mile per hour. <laughs> okay, okay, nice, nice. That's that's a Jacksonville problem. Yeah. Uh, mentioned earlier, our buddy Dwight. 
Uh, Dwight checks in first, first touchdown runner pass. I'm going to go with run. Okay. I'll go pass to disagree. Uh, <laughs> total touchdowns scored by the dogs. Hmm. Well, maybe we should just do math on our final predictions to get to that. Cause I, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I was we'll come back to that. No math. And then, Oh, and what is the UT Martin mascot, which we hit that in the, uh, J JP's fun facts. Yes. Earlier. But it's the Skyhawks. Yes, it's the Skyhawks, and I need to correct myself. Um, Skyhawks, the Sky Pilots are what they were known for. Um, that, mm. That's what the the preachers were were called in those days. Um, but they they called them Skyhawks. Uh, it was kind of like a play on the whole the whole deal. Got it. Got it. All right. Last but not least, friend of the show, Tim Riley, who still needs a new name. Um, He's never going to get one. It's just Tim Riley now. How many skill players will have 100 plus yards and who that's a good, that's a good one. Cause that's going to be, I don't know. Cause I feel like we're going to spread the ball around so much that I don't, I don't know. You don't think I, so? I'd say the over under at 1.5 with Brock Bowers being the one. I mean, I need, I need Brock Bowers to have over a hundred yards in every single game for him to have any chance at winning the bullet Nikoff. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're I'm going to throw in my, Mackay Muse just for fun. And there we go. I like that. <laughs> Pocket uh, wide receiver. Yeah. All right, John. Are you ready? Uh, is, this, is this it? <laughs> it is time for Coach Trillbills over unders UT Martin edition. All right, John. Who who's gonna go first? Who goes first today? Except uh, I, as the winner of last season, right? Oh, oh, brutal. Okay, okay. You get to pick <laughs> that. Then you get to pick. Uh, if I get to pick, I am going to go with. I'll I'll let you go first. Uh, I feel like you just did some math to figure that out, but I'm not sure what that <laughs> means. All right, over under. Uh, starting for the offense, over under 300 yards passing. For the Georgia offense, I'm going to go over. Ooh, I'm going to go under. All right, your turn. Over under six and a half total touchdowns for the Georgia offense. Uh, I'm going to go over. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go under. Uh, and then my turn. <laughs> I do like this one. Over under two and a half quarterbacks to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm uh, going to go over. I'm gonna go based over. on based on my math on the previous one, I'm going to go over. <laughs> okay, okay, over. Uh, all right, on to the defense. Your turn. Over under 1.5 first uh, forced turnovers. I'll go under. Mm. Mm. I mean, you know, you get a pick, you get a fumble. Mm. Right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over. I'm taking risks this year because I'm going to beat you this year, John. Taking risks. <laughs> all right. Uh, over under three and a half sacks for the Georgia defense. Uh, they throw the ball out. I'm going to go over. I'll go over on that one as well. All right. And then back to you. Uh, over under 1.5 touchdowns allowed for the Georgia defense. Uh, I'm going to go over. Those will be some garbage time. Okay. Okay. I'll go under. Um, and then special teams, Georgia field goals attempted over under two and a half. I have a feeling that they're going to do some strategy to get each kicker some opportunities. So I'll go over. Okay. 
Mm, I like that. Ooh, that's that's way too logical. I'm gonna go over as well because that makes <laughs> makes way too much sense. Okay, I and then I shouldn't have divulged my reasoning until after you. <laughs> you give the number and then come back around to the reason Damn. later. <laughs> if I um, if I lose this on one, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat myself up. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to lose because of one, like the next one. Miscellaneous. Georgia has UGA has a soft schedule. Comments on Twitter. Over under one hundred. Over, uh, over, <laughs> smash oh. that over. <laughs> that was your perfect opportunity opportunity to, to say push, John. The correct answer was yeah, push. He did. He, yeah, push. Exactly over. over. It's obviously over. Slam the over. So awesome. Thanks, Coach Chill Bill. Uh, appreciate you, buddy. Uh, thanks for sticking with us for another season and, and giving us the over unders. All right, John. As we move into the predictions for this game, uh. Last I checked, there is no line. There are no lines on this game. But to say the odd shark line, odd shark uh, link looks looks a little funky. Odd shark link is empty. CBC R two Sam doesn't have Georgia on there. Uh, Dog Quant, <laughs> I know you listen. Like, come on, you can't you can't help us with the predictions. Like, I I get it, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got nothing other than. So the funny thing is, we always look at odd shark. If you look at the odd shark, it says that Georgia will win and cover. Uh, but there's no line, so I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> they did have a predicted score, I think, right? Did they? I don't know. Last time I looked, at it, I didn't even see that. There is a predicted score. Ooh, it's the been predicted updated, score in Oxford is is twenty one to forty. Well, twenty point nine to forty four point six. Oh, okay, okay, so that's been updated, but there's still no spread. I really okay. don't understand how they're arriving at that math because there's no like, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so. I don't know. I mean, again, it, it it's it's like we've talked about. I mean, this is one of those games, FCS opponent, uh, classic, you know, season opener. We're just thankful that it's not at noon. Uh, get out of there, stay healthy, play the young pups, and uh, dominate. I'm going to go Georgia 48 to three. 48 to three. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that would be a nice. That would be a nice line. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 48. I'll go 48 to 12. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't match up with any of your over unders, but I like it. It's called hedging your bets. <laughs> it's called hedging your bets. Oh yeah, I like it. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, the dogs will be back in Sanford Stadium on Saturday. I'll be there. You won't. John, this is where I got to remind you. I know, I know you're home with the kids this weekend. We just got to remember to go for your run on Saturday morning. <laughs> That's right. I actually got some new shoes, so I'm I'm geared up for it. Okay. Okay. Nice. So yeah. So I, will be, I will. I will be able to do the run though. That's definitely. That's definitely okay. in the cards. Uh, and you got you got plenty of time with with the six o'clock kickoff. You got you got plenty of time to work that into the day. So this is true. It's just very true. I usually like to do it before everybody wakes up, but yeah. 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 So uh, we talked about what you've got going on. I know, uh, I think we are going to be uh, at Lake Hartwell. So we'll be on the lake with the uh, Fripp dog and uh, my sister and, and family. Um, be down there for the weekend. And then some of us will head over to the game. Um, like I said, Lily says she wants to go. We'll see if. How, how far of a drive is that from from where you guys are at? I don't even from, know. From Hartwell to there, um, it's over an hour, like maybe like hour and fifteen. 
So it's about, it's about about how far it is for me to get over there, roughly. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. And like, there's multiple ways we can go. Like sometimes we just go down 85. Sometimes we take back roads. We probably take back roads. I like so, going up 85 because I hate going 316. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But being north and coming south, sometimes you can take other ways from right. from, where, from where we're at in Hartwell. So yeah, I'll, it has I'll, to be said. 316 is terrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I I'm looking forward to uh, being in Georgia for the weekend and picking up uh, loading up on creature comforts and bringing it back home, uh, stocking up for the season because uh, I like I like to do that. No, um, no beers or uh, sorry, no bourbons. Well, so there is. So I'll, I'm going to stop somewhere. I probably should go and like stop somewhere in Athens. So there's a package store um, like off the exit that we get off uh, when we go to Hartwell. And uh, like they've got creature comforts and they've got pretty good bourbon selection. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely stop there um, on our way in on Saturday. Um, you got to take advantage of the, the no government. The government's not messing with your bourbon supply. I know it's still so brutal here. I, I never see, I never see anything. <laughs> I mean, I, in in some ways, I feel like that that's got to be somewhat liberating, like because then I don't have to worry about asking for it every time. <laughs> yeah, like if it if they have the special it, you bottles, can see it. if they yeah, have exactly. it, you can see it. that is the nice thing. But like they just, Alle- they just allegedly, if they have it, you can see it. Right. Yeah. Now that it 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 has seemed to be true from from what I can okay. tell. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so I'm excited excited to do that. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe get out on the water, do some wakeboarding uh, this weekend. On top of that, so don't hurt don't hurt yourself now. No, no, no. I, I, I don't keep want, it. I don't want a Kirby getting up on the presser and being like Jim Woods hopeful. Or hopefully he's going to be back. <laughs> I'm way more low key on the wakeboard uh, these days. <laughs> as opposed to back today, I don't, I don't try the crazy things anymore. Um, You're not going to go out and make a, a rad video on uh, on the water, <laughs> are you? <laughs> no. No, no, not going to do that. Although I do, I, I do enjoy the, uh, some, uh, there's some pretty amazing, uh, wakeboarding reels on Instagram. Uh, if you ever want to go looking for that, a lot, a lot of, a lot of great content there. I was I wondering, friend, I have oh, a friend ahead. that, I have a friend that, um, her sister married a, an old friend. Uh, her sister married a, a guy that his, his like job is like a, he, he does like, um, jet skis, like the stand up jet skis, like, tricks and stuff like that like kid oh, yeah. is kid is kid is legit on the jet skis really yeah so he really is like living out rad on on the water <laughs> <laughs> look if you haven't seen rad uh it's an amazing bmx <laughs> movie from the 80s uh highly recommend so <laughs> and you can hear it uh reviewed on uh will leach's movie review podcast because i requested that once and they did it uh good times all right what else are you gonna be watching anything else this weekend we got like florida utah is thursday night right uh florida, utah yeah that's that's definitely gonna be one gotta watch i mean we have to we have to watch florida get their first l right that's right yeah <laughs> the the first l for florida this season florida. <laughs> you got that um, going. what are the games is the irish game on uh, the the sorry the um the georgia tech yeah, that's no, uh, no, no. Georgia Tech's in twenty four. I I totally screwed that up. But isn't there is there another Irish game or no? Oh, that was last weekend. It was Notre Dame Navy that already. Is it is that the only one? I oh, I remember. don't. As far as I know, the uh, Tech is playing Louisville in Atlanta on Friday. There we go. Which is doing weird. Something. So I don't really get that. But that's so that's a that's a game that is um it's not like a Chick Fil A kickoff. It's just it just is a Georgia Tech's home game in. 
in the, Benz. I think I think that's right. I think that's right. Which, I think that's what I which heard. just seems weird. Like, hey, we can't fill up our stadium, so let's go to an even bigger stadium, right? Or right. Is it right? Um, I know we do have. Um, we've got okay. Two things I want to call out. One seems random, but Mercer at Ole Miss. So shout out to Hunter for Ole Miss, but also with Mercer. Uh, Don't you, you have a friend or something? Or? Yeah. So I know we've mentioned my friend Otis who went to South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, his son, uh, Kendall Harris is a freshman receiver at Mercer. So shout out Kendall. Um, so sorry, sorry, Hunter. Um, but, uh, you got rice at Texas. So you got JT Daniels, that beautiful man going up against Texas. Um, and then, uh, the other one, I think, I think that the big one to watch is uh, LSU Florida state. So, Mm. Oh, wait, the, the beautiful man, JT Daniels, he could potentially take down Texas. Exactly. Yes. That's that's I, I like that. I like that line. Uh that's at 3 30 though. Yeah. Uh let's see. North Carolina, South Carolina in Charlotte, uh Saturday night, although but yeah, we'll be we'll be playing. But yeah, no, the LSU Florida State is Sunday. Um so with the extended weekend, uh yes, you, you got some you got a Sunday night game, LSU Florida State. LSU number five, Florida State number eight, seven thirty kickoff uh on ABC. So that's a big one. That'll be fun. And we'll see what LSU is made of. I saw someone, someone posted something about how Florida state, maybe it was, it was Marler um, that Florida state has like uh, an insane amount of like returning talent. They have, they have like a ton of red shirt seniors, mm-hmm. a ton of like returning snaps, like all the stuff, like basically talking about hyping up how, how big Florida state's team could potentially be with experience, which as we know in, in the college game is uh is a pretty big, pretty big deal. Um, I just noticed Clemson's playing Duke. What what is it with the North and South Carolina teams? Do they just play each other on on week one? Like what's going on with that? I I don't, I don't know. I I live in North Carolina, but I don't know the answer to the question. (laughs) (laughs) That just seems weird. Like North Carolina, South Carolina, Clemson's playing Duke. Like what, what is going on? Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to it. College football's college football is back. Uh, Get to see the dogs Saturday night. Uh, hopefully looking forward to getting to see some folks in Athens on Saturday. Going to try to stop by Greg's tailgate, uh, try to stop by and see Hug Dog um, and meet, meet up with some other folks. So looking forward to it, man. Yes. Uh, I am going to be living vicariously through you. Um, so, you know, take pictures and uh, share along. <laughs> yes, I will. You know, I will. I always do. Cool, man. Well, this is fun. Let's get back in the we got our, our, our tune up our couple tune ups here and then we get the, the meat of the SEC schedule coming up, but um, let's kick the tires and light the fires. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>